right, let's get started. Uh, my name is Alan C, CEO, New Kingdom Entertainment. Uh, I'm not the smartest person in the world, but I do, I don't know everything, but I do know a lot of things. Uh, I am a work in progress. That being said, um, this is my podcast, Be Quiet, Grown Folks is Talking. And uh, I try to address some real important issues in our community, in, in, the, in, the, in the community at large, but especially the black community, about the black community and black culture, because um, that's what I'm most concerned with. I'm concerned with the whole world, everything that's going on, but I'm more concerned with what's going on with black folk. All right, that being said, I'm about to play a video by a gentleman named Dr. Richie. Um, he's uh, very intelligent, very articulate, very progressive, uh, very pro-black, and he's doing some very good work. Uh, his videos are phenomenal, and um, I could do many podcasts just covering his videos um but he, he has so many of them and you know it took me a while to do another podcast because every time i turn around there's some other bs going on in this world and without folks so every time i try to i start to do a podcast something else always comes up so i just decided i'm gonna concentrate on dr richie for a few episodes uh because his, his content is phenomenal and he's uh from what i understand the largest a growing program in 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 this country from what i understand he's outpacing major uh uh programming centers like abs uh, cbs and nbc and abc so uh i don't know i didn't look up the information don't know how true it is but suppose he's outpacing them in growth so with that being said let's let's get started on this here Defund the police, yep, police once again defunding themselves. A federal jury has awarded $100 million to an elderly man who was tasered by the police, busted his head and is paralyzed from the neck down because the cop decided to break protocol to violate the law and to violate this citizen. Here's part of the video. This encounter between Atlanta police officer John Grubbs and Jerry Blasingame, who was 65 years old at the time, all started with this. Hey! He was panhandling, and the police, of course, rolled up on him, chased him and then ran after him. The victim's legal team says the officer struck Blasingame in his back when he was about 10 feet away from the officer. Jerry then fell, again, face forward, face planted, and smashing his head, multiple facial fractures, brain injury, and broke Sir. his neck. Sir. 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 This body camera footage shows Blasingame unconscious and motionless. The man was not even under arrest. Let's put up the picture of the individual who was the victim of the Atlanta police, Jerry Blazingame. 
69 years of age, he's poor. He was poor, so he was asking for money. And APD just considered this to be, I guess, a horrific crime and decided to engage this senior citizen and it led to his paralysis. Well, the jury has now said the city owes $100 million to him and his family. 69 year old man in Atlanta who sustained a life changing injury after he was tased by the police has been awarded a nine figure judgment by a jury. Civil rights advocates note that despite the historic victory, the officer who the court decided used excessive force is still employed by the city of Atlanta. Let's put up his picture. Now I want everybody to know officer John Grubbs here. You see officer John Grubbs, he works for the city of Atlanta. He decided to physically harm a senior citizen, an elderly man who's poor, who's in poverty. Let me say this to you, young brother. In my opinion, you deserve to go to jail. Let's put his picture back up, I want people to remember him. You deserve to be in jail, you're not. You got lucky because of an industry that's willing to protect you rather than protect citizens. When you signed up to be an APD cop, when you went to the academy, I'm sure your mama was proud of you. I'm sure members of your family said encouraging things to you. Did they ever think that you would damn near kill a senior citizen because he's poor? Did you think you would be in this position? Now I got more background to this story. Jerry Blassingame's conservator, his name is Keith Edwards, sued the city of Atlanta, the Atlanta Police Department and one of his officers, that guy you just saw, John Grubbs, on behalf of his client. Filing the civil suit in the US District Court for the Northern District of Georgia. This was back May 7, 2019. The ask was for his medical bills, both past and present and future, acquired as a result of the police involved injury that made him a quadriplegic with little use of his arms to be covered by the defendants. You know, the city of Atlanta, the Atlanta police, they had an opportunity right here to simply do the right thing. They could have said, you know what? We will cover the medical expenses because that's the least we could do. They decided not to. They decided to push this all the way to trial. You know how many cases go to trial in federal court? Less than 1%, less than 1%. They decided to push this liability all the way to a jury. And the jury decided to award not only compensatory, but also punitive, which means they wanted to punish the city of Atlanta police, they did. There's more, a federal grand jury sided with the 69 year old saying that officer Grubbs used an unreasonable amount of force, violated police department policy and violated his civil rights when he tased the elderly man in the back after he ran away from Grubbs on July 10th, 2018. Mr. Blassingame was awarded a total of $100 million. Breaking it up, 60 million coming from the APD, 40 million coming from the cop himself. Now, will he ever get to see the 40 million? Of course not, because cops are not mandated to carry liability insurance as a medical doctor would. The Georgia division of the NAACP described the award as the largest in an individual civil case connected to civil rights violations by law enforcement. Johnson said, we are very, very grateful to this amazing jury and so proud of the amazing work they've done in holding this officer accountable and getting justice for Mr. 
blazing game. One of the lawyers representing Atlanta and the officer, Stacy J. Miller, maintained throughout the trial, while the man's injuries are unfortunate and tragic, the officer was within his rights to use the taser based on his judgment. She argued it was not a case of intentional excessive force, but a consequence of his acceptable policing based on his assessment of exigent circumstances that could endanger others. Exigent circumstances, you say. So there's an admission here that this officer violated the norms of policing. There's no question about it. There's no question that this officer's conduct, the intentional conduct led to the paralysis and damn near death of a senior citizen, no question. And the defense was, well, the reason he broke protocol is because this was, you know, one of those exigent circumstances. Really, running after poor black men who are elderly qualifies as an exigent circumstance, according to the defense. Sounds like baloney, right? That's exactly what the jury said. That's why they awarded $100 million to the elderly man. According to the lawsuit, Blessing Game was asking for money near Windsor Street, close to downtown Atlanta when he encountered Officer Grubbs and another cop. He, an unarmed black man, was walking up to cars making his petition. Two cops arrived, arrived to hold and told him to stop. Due to the tase and subsequent fall, the elderly man became unconscious and was bleeding profusely from his head. The complaint read, 11 Alive reports, Johnson said, since he's not under arrest, he can run or do whatever he wants to do, Johnson said. Jerry then fell again, face forward, face planted in smashing his head, multiple facial fractures, brain injury, and broke his neck. The injured man has accrued more than 14 million in medical bills and now requires 25 hour care at a residential facility because of his injuries. And his future care is anticipated to be approximately $1 million per year for the rest of his life. Now, I'm sure you're upset, right? I'm upset. This is gonna make you even more upset. This cop is still employed by APD. APD records show and state this cop was placed on administrative leave initially. And the department launched what they call a deep dive into the case. However, six months before an internal investigation was even completed, he was allowed to go back to work on the street. So now let me bring something home for everybody. 100 million, remember that number. Where are the people who are anti-defund the police? Where are the conservatives who don't want money taken away from cops? You see, everybody's okay with defund the police until until an issue like this creates, let's say a nuance in the argument. Black lives, they say defund the police. I'm good with because I understand what it means. It means reprioritize the policing budget. But when a cop actually does defund the police, when a cop actually takes money away from the police, where's that conservative faction? You see, it's not about the money, they want you to think they don't want money taken away from policing. They don't want budgets to shrink. They want you to think they care. They want you to think they care about your taxpayer dollars. They don't, they care about the narrative. That's what they care about. 
as long as the narrative is still police heavy. Remember, they are willing to allow a cop who has just cost them a $100 million liability to still have a gun and walk on the streets of Atlanta as a cop. It's not about the money. Who in the hell will allow someone who just cost your agency a hundred million damn dollars to continue to operate in their profession? Nobody, nobody would do that except for the police. Cuz it's not about the money, it's about the narrative. The narrative, this cop put his picture back up. Still carrying a gun, a taser and gainfully employed by the city of Atlanta, all right? Okay, sharing thoughts on this case. This federal jury wanted to send a message with the $100 million. They thought they were really doing something big. It sounds really, really big, but you know what? It's not all of the, I don't know anyone who would raise their hands and say, give me $100 million and I'll be a prisoner in my own body, which is what Mr. Blazing Games lawyer said. He's got no ability to move freely anymore. All because he was asking for what? Some change, a few dollars. It's time for everyone to go on trial here. The city council president, instead of asking for this award to be reduced, Dr. Ritchie, they should have dumped this guy. They should have dumped this guy, Officer Grubbs, like he was, you know, a wife who cheated on you and ran up your Amex. They should have got rid of him, said, we want nothing. We're with you, Mr. Blazing Game, we want yep. nothing to do with this. But here we are, and he looks like a bully. And I'll say one last thing to you. You said his mother must have been proud of him, people perhaps in his family. I think there probably were people who said, oh no, he's yep. gone to the academy. Oh no, don't give him a gun and a badge. He's probably been a bully his whole life because there's something special about a guy who runs after a senior citizen who looks very pleasant, even in his current state. Had a little smile on his face because he was asking for a few ducats. Yep. Yeah, it's a damn shame. We're going to continue to follow this. Uh, we have to apply pressure for public servants to be accountable to the public. All right, so that's why we highlight these stories. All right, so if you watch the video, uh, you know that this uh, old man got a hundred million, a hundred million dollars, but he's never going to be able to enjoy that money. Uh, he's a prisoner in his own body. He didn't die, but he's basically he basically is dead. He's never going to be able to enjoy that money. Um, and what's even more shocking about this whole situation is you notice what the color of the police officer that did this to him. And this is what I've been trying to express lately in my videos, uh, telling people that we have to start understanding what is going on. And what I see with a lot of these videos, these cops that are doing things wrong, is a lot of time violating people's rights. A lot of times it's black officers that are doing it. And it's a damn shame that we have become our own, our own oppressors. They don't know the law most of the time or don't care.
to know the law. And I don't understand how you can be a law enforcement officer and not know the law. But even more important is that most of us don't understand the law. We don't understand the first, second, fourth, and fifth amendments, which are the most important ones to us because those are what we deal with every day. First one, freedom of speech. Second, uh, the right to carry arms. Fourth, the right to be secure in your person and your effects, to not have to be right from, from illegal seizures of your property or your body. Fifth Amendment, the right to be quiet, the right to not say anything that may incriminate you or anything, whether it incriminates you or not, you don't have to. If you, Fifth Amendment gives you the right to not say anything under any circumstances. If you are stopped and you have not committed a crime, you do not have to produce ID. It is not illegal to walk around without ID, even though I heard all my life that it is. That is not true. It's not illegal because, like I'm going to say it again, if you have not committed a crime or done anything wrong, you do not have to produce ID. The police cannot just walk up on you and tell you, to show your ID. You are not a slave. You do not have to produce your freedom papers. Now, we, we don't seem to, to understand that because I argue with a dude about that, about this same, the same situation about uh, ID. And he argued me down. This is a dude that did a lot of years in jail and supposedly supposed to know the law, but he really didn't. And and even I, it's been come, come to my attention that even I wasn't clear about how the law pertains to children, especially when they're in school, because basically our children don't have any rights when they're in school. They don't have any rights that the administration of the schools is 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 obliged to 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 uh, uh, consider. Your child can rights can be violated as if they're a slave or a robot or, or they're not a, a United States citizen. And I don't understand how that's possible, how that's legal, how that's okay. But we have done things like in this country, like we've given police powers or allowed them to exercise powers that they just legally don't have. And, 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 and most of the time we're clueless about that. And it seems like they're clueless about it or, or they don't care. They've been like, the police are actually changed, are not being trained. And, and what training they do get is basically to be cowards. They think that their lives are more important than the citizens that they are supposed to protect and serve. How did make that make make that make sense? Make that make sense. They showed you in texting you body how important police lives are and how unimportant your life is, or the average citizen's life is. They sat outside. 375 policemen sat outside while children were being murdered inside a school. And nobody has, has faced any consequences yet except for the, 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 the school police chief, even though there were 400, I mean, 375 other officers out there. You mean out of 370, nobody said like, I'm not going to sit here and listen to these kids getting shot 
and dying, I'm going inside there. Even if I lose my life, I'm going to try to save theirs. That's what a police officer is supposed to do. Police officer is supposed to be held to a higher standard, not a lower standard. Police officers are the only people in this country that can get away with murder. Can get away with making mistakes that 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 will 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 hurt people, just like this dude did. Do you understand that they said that that guy that 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 that, that paralyzed that old man, that old black man, is still working as a police officer, even after he lost a hundred million dollars, after even after he got sued for forty million dollars, and that needs to happen more often. More police officers need to be sued. That qualified immunity shit need to go out the window. But at the end of the day, we need to stop falling for it. Because people, you know, I get tired of people saying, oh, well, that's the way it is. Oh, well, that's the policy. Oh, uh, um, um, what, what he did was legal. Let me explain something to you. Like Dr. Ritchie, learned this from him. Legal don't mean right. Policy is not law, and culture will eat up policy, will, will, will eat policy alive. You have to remember, at one time, it was a policy that, 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 that Blacks couldn't drink at the same, well, as a matter of fact, it, it was a, basically a law that Blacks couldn't eat at the same counter as white people, couldn't drink from the same water fountain as white people. That was policies, uh, a policy a lot of places. It actually wasn't law because it, it violated the uh, equal rights treat, treat, treatment under the Constitution. So it actually wasn't law. It, it was a law, but it, it really wasn't legal. And it definitely wasn't right. And we have to understand, I get so sick and tired when people tell me about when I see something that, that don't make sense, that's not right, and they tell me, oh, well, it's the policy. <laughs> Anybody can write some shit on a piece of paper and say this is the rules and the regulations. That don't mean it's right. That don't mean it's legal. If a law or policy violates the Constitution, then it's illegal. It has no meaning. And we have to start challenging when these people do, when things are done to us that are illegal, that violates the Constitution. Okay, I understand the Constitution wasn't written for us, but guess what? It is the law of the land, and we can use it to our advantage if we understand it. So when that being said, I'm gonna try to pull up another uh, 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 um, another uh, video here to show how differently when when things happen to 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 a white person, how differently you know uh, uh, people seem to uh, to get or have you know they seem to have a real problem with it. When, when white people's rights are violated. Uh, let me see if this is the right video. From the state of Florida. Just gonna go to the video. We'll give you background, here it is. Uh, bear with me while I try to. All right, here we go. It's the right one. So I'm gonna cue it up now, play it. This is just to show you the difference in the response to when white people are violated. From the state of Florida, 
Just gonna go to the video. We'll give you background. Here it is. I'm a paramedic. Okay. He's got a hole. I'm a nurse. Right just above his brain. Okay, we're going to put a chest seal, okay? So bear with me, okay? Bring him down. Hey, open his airway, okay? Put him down on his back. Open his airway. Now I'm gonna give you the background. You see, the young man who was shot and killed was actually trying to protect his brother who was on the ground shot and dying because of another conflict. So literally you have a brother who pulled out his gun in order to protect his family member. The police come, he's no threat to the police. He is armed because he was trying to defend his brother from being killed. That's your background. Now I'm going to give you the update. Body cam footage released by the Orange County Sheriff's Office. Last week shows a deputy arriving at the Heritage Hotel around 1230 PM, August 6th. And finding a man on the ground with a gunshot wound to the chest. Police said the victim, whose name is Dylan Jimenez, 21, and his brother, Brian Matthew Richardson, had been involved in an altercation with another man before the cops arrived. Okay, here are the brothers pictured with their mother. Okay, both of those brothers um, are now dead. The family says Richardson had been holding his gun to provide protection to the first deputy on scene and the EMT who was tending to his brother as his attacker was still at large. All right, do you understand what's happening here? The attacker was still at large. You gotta follow the irony of this and how sad it is. So the brother kept his gun out in order to protect any additional attack to his brother, to EMT, or even to the deputy who's providing aid to his dying brother. Now remember, Republicans are the ones who say, listen, the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. But this was literally a good guy with a gun. This is not the first time we've covered a good guy with a gun being killed by the police. There's more. Um, the young man and the unidentified man shot at each other. The brother who was laying dying, they had a shootout. Okay, the confrontation uh, in the confrontation and was hit according to the officials. As a dying Jimenez is being tended to on Lucas tell the deputy that his sibling Richardson who is standing nearby has a gun, which is a statement of fact, he did have a gun. The deputy then turns his attention as you can see, turns his attention to the young man, Mr. Richardson and repeatedly commands him to drop his weapon. Well, he's trying to explain why he is legally armed, why he has the weapon in the first place, what he's attempting to do. Uh, what does the deputy do? He doesn't listen, he decides to shoot Mr. Richardson um, several times. Uh, Orange County Sheriff John Mina, let's put him up. So the Orange County Sheriff in a statement said, and I quote, deputies directed that man, later identified as Brian Richardson, to drop the gun. When he did not comply, one deputy fired his weapon. That's it, that's it. So here's what's happening now. 
The family is outraged. Yeah. The family is outraged because Mr. Richardson should be alive. But he's dead. He's dead. Why is he dead? He's dead because an officer read the situation wrong. An officer decided to shoot first, ask questions never. He's dead. The community connected to this family, they're outraged, primarily a white community. I have to be honest with you. Were you outraged when they did it to George Floyd? Were you outraged when they did it to Breonna Taylor? Were you outraged when they did it to Freddie Gray or countless others who may not share your same hue? See, my point is we're all in this together, every single one of us. This is not black versus white. This is righteousness versus evil. This is decency versus indecency. This is appropriateness versus inappropriateness. This is culture versus culture. They were both transported to the hospital. They were both pronounced dead. The third injured man was taken to the hospital, remains there. The deputy who shot Mr. Richardson has been placed on temporary administrative leave. And Mina said a probe into the incident is continuing. We think it's important for members of our community to view the entirety of what is released rather than rely on short snippets of the media, according to the sheriff. Now remember, the argument they are going to present is a legal argument. And as I have said before, a wise teacher taught me, do not conflate what is legal to what is right. Sharing thoughts here. All right, I'm not going to go uh, to the young lady's response because um, it's really right not needed. If you if you watch the video, you can see that that young man was trying to explain himself, and actually there was two officers there, and the other officer was trying to take the gun from him when the other officer shot him three times. He shot first, and Ask questions never, like uh, Dr. Ritchie said. It is sad, but my thing is, I'm with Dr. Ritchie. Y'all don't see a problem. Y'all don't see a problem when it's when it's done to a black man. I can show you a video where a black man was shot in the back of the head over a traffic ticket. He was not armed, and he was shot in the back of his head. And I, as a matter of fact, I'm going to to uh, pre, uh, review that video uh, in one of my episodes. But at the end of the day, what's really important about this whole situation is you see there's definitely a double standard. But I still believe that boy should be the kid's brother who was trying to save his brother and also was trying to protect the two officers because he didn't know if the dude with the gun who, who they had a shootout with was coming back. He kept his gun out, which he had the right to do, and it was legal for him to do it, and he died. He had the right to do it and it was legal for him to do it. Because once again, the police think that only their lives matter. They think they're the only ones that's supposed to have guns. But the reality is everybody in the United States can have a gun. There's a lot of states you can walk around with a gun and you don't even have to have a gun license. It's open carry. 
A lot of states you can you can get a concealed. Like right now, I'm qualified to get a concealed a concealed weapons permit in 30 states. I haven't utilized it yet, but but I'm but I'm qualified. As a matter of fact, so is my son. When he turns 18, he'll be qualified. But the bottom line is, we don't know our rights. We don't know what's legal. But in that situation, I believe I would have put my gun down too. I wouldn't have kept it out. But, you know, old boy had a little white privilege going on. And actually, it was his right. It was his right to be armed. It was his right to, to stay armed until he knew that him and his brother was out of danger. But he never, I bet he never imagined that the greatest danger was the police. So with that being said, I'm out. Uh, Y'all have a good day, a good night, whatever you're doing. Have a good day, a good night on purpose. I'm out.